Hello, everyone. This is the Life Coach Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Jan Jaffe, and I'm your host. Today, we're discussing anger, and I'm delighted to be joined by my brilliant team, Sharissa Sebastian and Susan Gonzalez. Today's show is entitled, The Many Faces of Anger. Welcome to Think Tank. A little about myself. I enjoyed a successful international career as an opera and concert singer and voice and master class teacher that was prematurely derailed by two traumatic brain injuries and a lengthy recovery that completely altered my life. I earned my bachelor's and master's degrees from Northwestern University. I'm a credentialed, certified life, leadership, well-being, and career performance coach and the owner of Forward to Success. I'm dedicated to helping professionals and performing artists, especially opera singers, realize and manifest their highest potential in every aspect of their lives and careers. And for more information, please feel free to contact me at info at forward to success. Anger. That word raises all sorts of judgments and connotations. There almost seems to be a global epidemic of anger. And rather than taking its course, it seems to be increasing and spreading almost like a plague. How can we make sense out of anger, and how do we control it when we find it bubbling in our bellies? Is there any possible benefit to anger? Our conversation today focuses on the nature of anger, exactly what it is, where it comes from, and how to use it effectively in order to create positive energy and action. Sharissa Sebastian, please tell our listening audience a little about yourself. Hi, Jen. I'm a life and leadership coach for women, a speaker, writer, and the co-owner of Stop, Smile, Breathe Women's Retreats. My passion is helping women break free from being stuck, overwhelmed, and stressed to live a life of passion, purpose, joy, and fulfillment. And I focus in the area of career transition and advancement, as well as life balance. Thanks so much, Jen. Thank you, Sharissa. And now, Susan Gonzalez, please introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. I'm a professionally certified life coach, and I work with men and women who want to create a new life or create something better in any area of their life, personally or professionally. I am the creator of the Make It Your Mark Personal Development Program, and I offer those live trainings three times a year. I'm also an author and a public speaker. Oh, thank you so much, Susan. Anger. Wow, that really is a topical buzzword in today's political climate, and not just here, but all over the globe. And if we want to take a moment to really look at anger, all we need to do is look at what's going on in our presidential primary campaigns. Both Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders are appealing to the anger brewing in different segments of our population. One is an anger based on fear and hatred and is outwardly directed at the objects of this fear and hatred. The other is what might be described as a form of righteous anger, with with this anger as a catalyst for change based on love and unity. Both are types of anger, but of vastly different natures. One is highly destructive, whereas the other is the seed of genesis. Therefore, anger already has two faces – and as we are about to discover, has many more. So to start, let's begin by defining anger. What are some of the causes? What is inward-directed anger, and what is outward-directed anger? Susan, would you like to go first? 
in simplest terms, I, I feel like anger is just an emotional state. Nothing more, nothing less. It's one of the emotions that we all have, but it can vary in intensity from, you know, like mild irritation or something to, boy, we've seen people in intense rage or, you know, serious about things. Um, but it's accompanied, like any other emotion, there are physiological impacts to it and psychological and, and biological. So your heart can pound, your blood pressure can go up. You know, you can even have hormonal shifts um, when you're angry. Um, and like you said, Jan, it can be caused by many different things. It can be an external irritant or it can be an internal event. Um, you can be angry at people, you can be angry at things, you can get angry at a traffic jam, um, or you can even get angry at yourself for worrying or brooding, brooding over problems that you might have and things like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes. It has so many causes. Um, I'm wondering, Sharissa, what, we, you know, what are your ideas about the causes and the indir- indirected anger and the outward-directed anger? So actually very much in line with what Susan was saying. Um, I, I mean, I think it's, she's absolutely right when she says uh, that it's an emotional state, and it can obviously vary in intensity from that mild irritation that Susan mentioned to intense fury and, sorry, fury and rage. And, of course, it's completely normal, and I think you know, all of us experience this at, at some, to some degree in one or more areas of our life. And it's usually a healthy human emotion. But when it gets out of control and turns destructive, it can lead to, to problems. So it could be problems at work, in our personal relationships, and in the overall quality of our lives. And it can make us feel as though we're at the mercy of an unpredictable and powerful, you know, this unpredictable and powerful emotion. And I think at the, the root of all of this is this um, tension from past hurts and guilt. And Susan gave some good examples of that as well. So that mixture of pain and guilt can be this, you know, cumulative, and then it can erupt in anger um, when we're reminded of these past experiences. And, of course, it can be inwardly uh, directed to ourselves, like blaming ourselves, not being able to forgive ourselves, getting frustrated, and then that can also turn into outward-directed anger to to someone else. Um, And then, of course, you know, escalator that can then lead to rage and uh, consequences that we really don't, don't want. Absolutely. I loved what you both said, and um, especially when you were talking about pain and guilt, um, those are often um, those are often types of anger, depending on the person, but they can easily be turned inward. A lot of times when people feel guilty, they end up expressing that anger by absorbing it and turning it inward, and, and there's rather than directing it or aiming it at someone. And also, um, anger can also be a result of frustration, Uh, frustration which can be born of feeling at the effect of a situation where they're powerless. So powerlessness and a feeling of impotence um, is often unrecognized. um, It's unrecognized, uh, inwardly directed anger that or that you know there there's there seems to be no no appropriate place to direct this anger so sometimes people will just direct the anger they'll sort of point it out or direct it out almost at escape as at a scapegoat um so which that can result in things like um racism bullying um abuse 
uh, when it's just this sense of basically powerlessness over your life or over a situation and a sense of impotence in your situation in your life. So that's I I, I believe that that's a form uh, or a, a seed, often a seed of anger. And it's also sometimes um, caused by um, isolation and sadness um, and also even from abuse and neglect. People can feel this anger, and often they don't really know what to do with this with this feeling. So some people will blame themselves, and some people will end up pointing this anger outward. And there, there are also people deal with anger in a different in different ways. For example, some people seem to, as we were talking about, direct it inward. But then also some people just enjoy or feel comfortable, their comfort zone is is living in conflict. So that's another face of anger. There's, there's either anger at a situation, uh, temporary anger, or just that, that sort of comfort zone for some people, depending on maybe how you, you were raised or what you're used to. Um, and then, then um, you know, so in that sense, it's not always bad. As you had mentioned, Charissa, it's it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's 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 a normal human emotion. Yet, depending on what we do with this anger, can really um, affect how you know whether you know what happens with it, whether it becomes really destructive, or whether it can be used in a more um, building constructive way so um, there are times when anger is appropriate for example if someone is attacking your child or your little five pound dog anger can spur you into immediate action and dispel fear in order to protect and rescue and save so it's already a known fact that the expression of cortisol is an integral part of the fight or flight response Flight is an expression of fear, whereas fight is an expression of anger. The key is in responding rather than reacting and being aware of and in control of our behavior. So I'm wondering in what other ways can properly directed and expressed anger benefit us? Who would like to take that one first? This is Susan. I'd love to jump in on this. I This topic is so uh, interesting to me. Um, you know, Jan, it's like you were saying, we all have anger because it's a natural adaptive response. And when I think about it like that, oh, it's a response. Huh, so that means there's some choices in how we might want to respond because it can inspire powerful feelings and behavior. So raising the consciousness and raising the awareness on whether you're natural instinctive response is aggressive or is it assertive Mm. or is it a retreatism, things like that, um, can help you a lot to figure out, okay, what do I want to do with this? Um, Because, you know, you can't physically lash out at people all the time or (laughs) objects and things like that. You'd be exhausted. And, um, Mm. you know, so there's some common sense. I always think common sense can come in and, and put some limits on us. But here's one way I, I, I think about it. There's a difference between being assertive 
and being aggressive. Aggressive has that kind of bully tendency to it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a sort of threat to it. And it can push people off because it's a, it, it can scare you. So if someone's very aggressive coming at you, it, it can feel very personal. But an assertive approach to anger is a little bit different. Because if you're assertive, it's a healthy way to express your anger. Because when you're assertive, you're letting people know what you need. You're letting them know how you, if you were hurt. So it doesn't mean being pushy or demanding. It just means being respectful of yourself, but also respectful of people around you because then you can discuss it. And you can discuss it in a way that's not hurtful, but puts it out there so people know what, where, why you got angry, what's going on, and why you, what you can do about it. Um, because if you don't express your anger, you know, if you hold it in too long, I don't know, I've been in these situations before where you walk in a room and you say one thing and whew, the person just erupts and you're like, was it something I said? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? That's it. You know, you're like, but you just walked into it. They've been holding things in for so long that they can't take it anymore. So that unexpressed anger can cause so many issues psychologically physically everything with you emotionally and so um, I think thinking of it from that standpoint of raising your awareness of what it is about being angry and then giving yourself the space to calm down so you can choose how you want to think about it and then how you want it to show up in your outward behavior Oh, I love the way you you expressed that and described it. It was so clear and so, you know, it just makes so much sense. It really does. And, you know, as I think as most of us know, unexpressed anger, as you said, can result in an explosion down the, the line that doesn't <laughs> seem to really make any any sense. But it can also make us sick, holding all of that negative energy in. And meanwhile, our our bodies are just, you know, producing, you know, pumping out all of this cortisol, which is really destructive physically. I mean, it really breaks down your organs and can make you sick. So um, just, just saying, or the way you may, spoke so clearly about expressing anger in a way that's just assertive that's self-respecting and you're also respecting the person you're you're expressing it to so it's a response rather than a reaction and not having you know not it's it's you know or even a response to having buttons pushed it's not a reaction to that so i i thank you so much for for how you describe that um sharissa anything to add to this yeah, in fact, a lot of what I was thinking around this, um, Susan already so beautifully recapped. But there's three kind of categories that I'd like to kind of discuss and, and so that it maybe, uh, you know, it comes across a little bit clearer in the way that I wanted to explain this. Um, so first of all, uh, Jen, what you were saying earlier, like anger is, is an ex- instinctive, natural way for us to, um, you know, I mean, basically it is instinctive for us to express that anger and to even respond aggressively because it's a natural, adaptive response to threats, and it also inspires this powerful and often aggressive feelings and behavior that allows us to fight and to defend ourselves when we are attacked, Mm. like you mentioned in those uh, specific scenarios with 
Um, I think you mentioned, um, you know, what what were the, the different situations, Jen, the child and uh, the child yeah, and right? a little a little dog, for example, yes, that someone is harassing. So yeah. That's that's a good example how our natural tendency tends to kick in, but then at the same time, we can't physically lash out like um, Susan was saying at every person or object that irritates <laughs> us or annoys us. Because um, obviously that would, you know, there's just you have to put common sense in place and limits as far as how that you know how far that anger can can take us. Um, but in these three categories, uh, there's you know there's basically um, three different things. So there's expressing it, there's suppressing it, and then calming. And when we express our anger, um, and that's what um, what Susan was talking about, and so beautifully put this as far as being assertive and not aggressive. So in that way, it's a healthier way to express that anger. And then in, what we do is we have to learn how to make uh, our needs clear and then um, help you know, other people understand how to get those needs met without actually hurting them. So being assertive doesn't mean being pushy or demanding. It means being respectful of yourself and then also of others. Mm-hmm. And then um, the second one is we can suppress anger, and that can then be converted or redirected, and it happens when we hold that anger in. And, um, you know, and, but suppressing it is not always, you know, the best thing because, of course, like you both discussed, we can really erupt from that place of trying to hold in that anger. And, of course, it can also be internally directed. So we tend to get angry at ourselves, and it just mm-hmm. kind of bubbles under the surface, and at some point it explodes. Um, so that's not always the, the best thing. But then there's an- another option where it's being aware of where we are in that moment, so being aware of the fact that we are angry and that this emotion is kind of coming up and almost getting to a point of, to the point where we feel like we're going to burst. Um, but then to realize, like Susan said as well, that we have the, you know, we have a choice in how we react and we can actually um, calm ourselves, uh, which is not always easy, of course, especially mm-hmm. when that anger escalates within us. Um, but it is something that we can control. And by doing this, we can then lower our, our heart rate. We can calm ourselves down to the point where we, you know, where these feelings can kind of subside, and also where we're thinking clearer, so that we can make better decisions on how we're going to react and help ourselves and help others in that situation as well, so it doesn't get out of control. Oh wow! Thank you for that. I love the way you put all of that. Um, both of you, of course, really described um, the, the responding and how to express the anger. Um, both with self-respect, you know, in an assertive way, with self-respect and respecting the other person. And I love the way you talked and explained all about what repressing or suppressing anger does. And then calming, you know, the the tool to calm yourself, to make so that we can make uh, better conscious choices. One of the things that that, um, that I was going to say about anger is that, um, you know, awareness, is is an amazing thing if we can really be aware of not only what we're feeling we're we are feeling and really be aware and this is not an easy thing but also be aware of the situation maybe be aware of what the other person might be feeling so that we can sort of step out of the box and be more objective and more observant rather than um kind of being in the situation and so just victim to it in a sense that we're at the effect of the situation. And then also just um, after the awareness, just accepting what's going on and that, you know, sometimes we make more out of it than it is or just accept, okay, I'm angry, and then being able to be aware of that and accept it 
sometimes because we have so much there's we have so many uh, beliefs surrounding the anger that sometimes we're in so much conflict with ourselves because we feel well we're not supposed to be angry well we are angry well you know and and we're kind of stuck in this cycle and just accept okay I'm feeling anger and then to be able to look at it again in a more you know a little step back a little bit and sometimes we can look at it and and be released from the center of that emotion so that we can then be more in control. And sometimes it does calm us a bit to be able to look at it. Some, I've found myself sometimes even doing that process. I can almost then laugh at myself. I know that <laughs> it's not always possible. But I can, I can see the situation for what it is. And sometimes it's a lot smaller. And you're able to feel that anger and then be able to work, you know, go through it, past it. And be able to make better choices or be able to put the anger, you know, say, okay, this person said this, whatever, you know. And sometimes people will say things or do things. There may be reasons that we don't know or that we don't understand, but it's we can just move past it so that we can make better choices that really serve us in the long run a lot better. So, um, and we've all talked about, how these processes that we've just described all help us make better choices. So I think that's really what we're all talking about, basically, is how to move through it, how to look at it, how to utilize it so that we can then make better choices. So I don't know if anybody has anything else that they they want to add to this. Susan or Charissa? I'm sorry? Sorry, uh, Jen. Just one quick comment, and actually something that you said that I think is so important. And um, one of the words that you mentioned earlier was a powerlessness. And sometimes mm -hmm. when we get into that state of feeling powerless, like things are out of our control, that tends to put us into this anger and frustration, like, you know, because mm -hmm. we, we just don't know what to do. And then that can, we can internalize that, and then also that can come out in, you know, externally as well towards um, other people. So I just wanted to point that out because I thought that was such a, a good point because sometimes it's helpful when we're in that state of awareness to really ask ourselves, okay, what is really going on here? You know, is it mm -hmm. something that's outside of my control that I feel just completely helpless um, to do anything? And then in that case, how is this anger and um, this feeling really serving me or helping me? Absolutely. And, you know, I love that you said that because frustration often uh, leads to anger. I mean, you see children having who have tantrums, and it's it's very often it's out of a sense of frustration from a, some kind. Well, children especially feel powerlessness more more often perhaps than adults. But it's that sense of frustration and that heightened frustration that can lead to anger and tantrums in children, but actually sometimes adults have tantrums too. They're just expressed <laughs> differently, right? <laughs> that is so I, true. Yeah. Isn't that true? I mean, I think one way that, you know, women sometimes, and maybe men too, but sometimes women will have their tantrums by just going and eating a pint of ice cream or something. <laughs> you know, something that's, you know, rather than go and have a tantrum, it's like, okay, I'm going to go eat this, and you know, then we feel even worse and angrier at ourselves for doing that and for making perhaps 
a, a poor choice because perhaps we're repressing it or suppressing it. But there's different forms. You know, frustration can lead to anger that that is a little bit out of control, and that's what happens when when we have anger, when we're feeling anger, um, and we really don't know. We either don't recognize it or we don't know how to express it, and we don't know what to do with it. So um, thank you. Thank you both for uh, for your contributions to that. So, you know, here on the Life Coach Radio Networks, we're proud to have as our sponsor Audible.com. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet, offering customers a new way to enhance and enrich their lives every day. Audible is the preeminent provider of spoken word audio products that include more than 100,000 audio programs from more than 1,800 content providers. Receive a free audio book with your 30-day trial when you sign up with Audible today at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. Now, here are some Audible books related to today's topic. Anger, Handling a Powerful Emotion in a Healthy Way, written and narrated by Gary Chapman. The Dance of Anger, A Woman's Guide to Changing the Patterns of Intimate Relationships, written and narrated by Harriet Lerner. And Anger is an Energy, My Life Uncensored, written by John Lyon. So don't forget to sign up for a one-month free trial to get your free audiobook today at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. Audible.com, making listening a tool for life. And now, back to our show. So now that we better understand the nature of anger and how its proper expression can benefit us, Let's move on to how it can move us forward in terms of making better life decisions and utilizing conscious choice. So how does anger and its expression create forward movement in our lives? Who would like to take this first? Um, It's Susan again. You know, when I think of dissatisfaction and that frustration Mm -hmm. that uh, you can have, you can have a situation that is just not satisfying and that anger about it can fuel you to action to do something about it. So it doesn't always have to be a negative thing. It can actually be a propellant or um, a trigger to help you make a change. So the emotion that you feel at first is to get angry. I'm not taking this anymore. What was that show? Um, Network. Or the guy I'm right. mad as hell and I'm not taking this anymore. <laughs> you know, you can even <laughs> you can have those kind of personal comments with yourself and fuel yourself and, and build it up so that you're like, yeah, I'm not, I, I need to make a change. And so I don't stay mad long, but it, it, it gets you to some kind of action. So going from that emotional state into one of creation or problem solving. You know, sometimes you get stuck with a problem and uh, you just get so angry about it that all of a sudden you come up with a solution. Mm -hmm. You can choose to use the energy behind anger to shift it into a building up 
kind of energy as opposed to that cortisol uh, tearing down mm-hmm. kind as well. Um, and then this is going to sound kind of crazy, so I'm going to try my best to, to make sense of this. Sometimes these angry outbursts or rants can set the stage to use some humor to sort of create peace and space mm-hmm. in a place where someone's expressing themselves and doing it in a way that, you know, could be kind of ugly. And like you were talking about, Jan, having a little, poking a little fun at it um, and adding that little humorous slant to it could take that angry outburst and turn it into a starting point for a really great conversation. And I'm going to age myself with this one, but um, when Saturday Night Live first came on, Gilda Radner was one of the characters and she had this really funny character called Roseanne Rosanna Dana (laughs) and Roseanne Rosanna Dana would come on the news and oh she'd go off in these tangents she'd get so riled up and so angry about stuff and then the newscaster would say something to her like you know that's not even a law anymore or something and she'd just sit there and she'd go oh never mind (laughs) and (laughs) everyone's still laughing I use that as a way to kind of redirect myself too sometimes I'll get upset about something and think about it I go oh never mind <laughs> and in meetings where we've been where someone's been on a rant I will actually say never mind and people will start laughing that person will start laughing so it's not that we don't take what they want to do seriously but we can take the way that they just exploded and not take that seriously mm-hmm. and give them a little window out so we can laugh at ourselves and say oh that was a Roseanne Rosanna Dana moment and move on and open it open it up for conversation. You know that you are so funny because uh, <laughs> I yeah I do I remember Roseanne Rosanna Dana very very well and uh, it was she was hilarious and she would get she would get all riled up and it was just I'll have to remember that <laughs> never mind um, never mind <laughs> yeah I mean sometimes you know anger is is um, you know it's a it's a way of well, venting like what you're talking about and and being able to add humor to it is wonderful. And also, um, you know, if if we can be around, if we're around it and someone is is in that state and they're venting and ranting, if we don't take it personally, uh, sometimes they just need the space to to move that to vent and to rant, and and then to be able to let it go. I mean, it's, sometimes it's hard to be around that, but if, if we're able not to, you know to not take it personally. It can it can really help move things forward. Um, also, I before I'm sorry, Sharissa, I know uh, you probably have a lot to say. I just the the people can um, be stuck in that kind of energy where they feel powerless, as we were saying, and or you don't know what to do and you're stuck. And sometimes, if you can move into some anger, you can get rid of whatever negative feelings that you may be directing inwardly or just this feeling of being lost and stuck and I don't know what to do and oh my god and you feel just you can't move forward and it's often will help you uh replace that feeling of powerlessness with a feeling of control and um then you're mm-hmm. able to start to move forward and take action so um so I'm I'm curious, Sharissa. I'm sure you have a lot to add. So what do you have to add, or what do you think about 
how anger and expressing anger creates forward movement. Oh, I think both of you just hit it spot on. And I love your perspective, Susan, with, uh, you know, just putting a humorous spin on it. Because now I have that image in my head. <laughs> and it, it's almost like a trigger now. So when you get into those situations, you know, you can just think back at that. And it almost like it, it just helps you to reduce your stress and change your focus to something that's funny versus the this whole emotion and focusing on the emotion of the anger. So that was beautifully Beautifully said. I love the way you um, you <laughs> illustrated that with that example. Um, but yeah, so we, you guys have already talked about turning uh, this anger, this feeling of anger, into positive, you know, this positive energy. And there's been a lot of research that's done that has shown that anger can make us actually push towards our goals in the face of those problems and barriers. And I think you mentioned this as well, Jan. And one of the things that um, that I, that comes to mind when I you know when I see that is that. Um, we can get into the space of just deciding enough is enough. Like we're not going to take it anymore. We're done with the way things are. It, it doesn't matter what that is. It could be in a relationship. It could be a, a situation at work or whatever it is. And that can then really propel us into action. And especially with the, the type of coaching and the work that I do, typically my clients come to me at that point where they're so angry, they're so frustrated, they just can't take it anymore, and they're like, enough is enough. I'm going to take the steps now to move forward. And that's not necessarily a, you know, a bad thing. Um, it depends on how you direct that emotion, obviously, how you direct the anger. You know, what are you doing about it? Obviously, you can choose to take a negative, um, not, I don't want to say negative, but um, a part that might be you know, not the best for you or, or decide, make a decision that's not the best for you. Or you can use that anger and the, that emotion to fuel you towards something more positive as well. And I think the, the example that you gave earlier, Jen, as far as the, the politicians and the way they use anger is, is an example of this as well. So they're spurring us into action one way or the other by the way they're kind of instilling or, or um, trying to you know, get us to be angry and to be in that space so that we take, um, we take action. So yeah, that, it can be a positive, definitely a positive thing, depending on what we decide to do in those moments of anger and of um, frustration. And then, of course, we get to provide insight into ourselves because a lot of times when we are triggered, it's, it's our buttons that are being pushed uh, you know, on, on some level. And so they can also help us to say, okay, why is it that I seem to be angry in certain situations? What is going on here? Is there a common thread? Is there something that I need to be aware of? And what is, what is it inside of me that is, um, what is this anger bringing up in me that I need to pay attention to? So, for example, if you get if you're consistently getting angry with different people for similar reasons, maybe there's something within you that um, that you need to kind of think about and say, okay, why is this affecting? Why is this particular thing affecting me so much? And can I? And then the next thing is, okay, what can I do to move through this? To move past this? Is there an action that I can take? Is it something I need to do, or is it something within my control? And if it is, then what am I going to do? What's the next step that I can take? that's going to help me to move past this feeling of anger. And so there's just, you know, there are lots of different ways to kind of look at that. And then, of course, the third thing is, um, and I think you both mentioned this as well, is that it can actually, this anger can actually benefit relationships, again, depending on how we choose to act upon it. So, for example, if we're in a, say, um, you know, a, a personal relationship and we have this, or oh, something that the other person says or does kind of triggers us and we, we feel angry, that can actually motivate us to to speak about it or to do something about it so that it gets resolved and so that that doesn't come up for us again. And, of course, on the flip side of that, 
if we choose not to do that, um, then we, it can kind of bubble up inside of us to the point that we just explode. But since we're looking at the positive, the good mm -hmm. thing is that when that does come up for us, we have the choice to then say, okay, I'm going to get this out on the table, discuss it, express my emotion, because we all have, you know, we ha all have a right to our own feelings. No one can really argue with the way we feel. So if we get into that kind of situation, we say, you know what, this is how I'm feeling based on what has happened, then, it, you know, it's very difficult to argue with that. And that also opens the space for those, um, those conversations and then you can then really effectively work through that and diffuse that anger. Oh, thank you for that. I mean, you really you went into things so much more deeply, and you went into some uh, you know you, something that you mentioned just now about uh, well talking about again it's about awareness of if I'm angry or if I'm finding um, that I'm I'm finding I'm angry at a number of different people, and this keeps coming up. What is this? what is this about myself and it helps you look into this why about yourself and get to know something about yourself more deeply that you can then work on but also you were talking about if you're if you know if you're feeling this emotion of anger it gives you then you're able to maybe discuss it with your partner or whomever that is you know with whom you're you you're feeling this anger that maybe you feel they haven't treated you properly or whatever, but it brings up something else that um, that I think is really related as well is um, another part of anger, how anger can be useful, and it takes a lot of courage, and that's vulnerability. So I'm really curious about what you two, you, both of you think, or um, how you think anger and vulnerability link together. You know, I think when you're expressing your anger, you're kind of letting it all hang out in a way. So it does put you in a, a state of vulnerability because for many people, they're speaking their mind. Mm -hmm. um, it may not be exactly what they think, but there's tenets in there. So they may be finally expressing it, and it opens you up to people learning more about you or knowing what you really feel. It's just the approach of it, the presentation of the feeling can be off-putting sometimes. Um, mm -hmm. But when you're honest with yourself about things that you're angry about, you know, if you step back and you do a little internal thing, why does that bother me so much? You know, mm -hmm. um, I think about the relationship examples that Sharissa was sharing. Every time you walk by and there's something about the other person that just drives you crazy or is pushing your buttons, that's a good time to stop and get a little vulnerable with yourself and say, so why does that bother me? And what is it saying about me? Because it's really not about them, it's about you. Mm -hmm. So what is it about me that is bothered by that? Um, what's Maybe what's the interpretation I'm putting on it or different things like that and give yourself a little space and time. And I also think sometimes with vulnerability, it's be kind to yourself. You know, it's okay. Everybody gets angry. It's all part of living. I'm sure, I'm sure you have something great to add onto <laughs> that as well. <laughs> well. You said that so well, Susan. Uh, I totally agree with you, you know, when it comes to vulnerability and how that can really effectively help us move through through anger. You gave so many really good um, examples of how to do that, especially in a relationship. And I think one, one other thing to add to that is um, just 
to ask yourself the question, you know, how important is this? How important is it to me to, especially in, the, in a relationship situation, even if it's a professional relationship, how important is it for me to address this right now? Because sometimes mm-hmm. we, we keep putting it off, you know, that we allow those things to, to uh, impact us and we keep just, you know, like saying, oh, that's it's just the way it is, it's fine and I'll just move on. And the next time you get even more angry and it just goes on and on. So I think maybe a good question to ask in those situations is how important is it for me to, to address this? And if so, you know, am I okay with being vulnerable in that position and um, so that it, this can get resolved in the, in the most effective way possible? And it's not easy. It's extremely difficult. Even getting vulnerable with ourselves and being honest with ourselves is so um, is so difficult, but I think especially like in terms of if you think of a um, of a you know a personal relationship like with your family member, your spouse, or something like that. Um, if it do, if it doesn't get addressed in those moments, then of course it can it can just fester and it can get worse over time. So it's good to kind of pause and say, okay, is it worth me risking my vulnerability? To you know, is it that important to me? that I'm willing to do that in order to move forward and move past this anger. And I think Susan brought up such a great point as well. Um, you know, what is it that – I love what you said, Susan, about interpretations. Like, what is my interpretation of what's going on, of these events or whatever it is that's pushing my buttons? Um, and I think that, that will really help as well to, to get some insight into what is really going on, more so than just the anger. Absolutely. I really uh, what you both said was is so wonderful. I mean in in understanding how vulnerability relates to all of this and again and as Susan said and both of you said about interpretations and also just what beliefs we have. Sometimes, you know, and it, the interpretations can be based on our beliefs um that we may have grown up with or wherever they may come from. And so being able to step back and really, you know, look at this. And as you both said, what does that, you know, what does this feeling or whatever I'm feeling, what does that say about me? So um, I thank you both for that. This is such a wonderful um, explanation of what's going on when we feel angry. And I'm sure there are so many other faces of anger. Um, You know, and sometimes it's just um, part of our family culture or the way that we've grown up is that in order to have any energy to move forward, it, it's almost as though anger has to be the, the, the seed to push us forward, almost like the fuel to push some people forward. It's a habit. And um, to be able to understand that it's not necessary. I mean, there are times when it's appropriate, but there's all, there are also times when it is just... Uh, a habit, a way of of being that maybe doesn't serve us, that maybe does get in the way and is in is a way of masking other feelings that we may be feeling that we may not really have examined that may make us feel uncomfortable. So anger masks that. And so again it's it's a matter of investigating what is underneath all of this. So, um, my goodness, I thank you both so much for your wonderful contribution today. This has been, I mean, this is a, a huge topic, and there's there's so much that so much more that could be said about anger. We haven't even really gone into the whole topic of anger management, and that is 
perhaps another kind, either another show or another kind of anger to deal with when uh, that we could talk about or that people deal with. Because in when people go into anger management courses, it's usually, you know, it's usually something on another level. So um, we haven't really gone into that sort of anger today, but um, okay. I hope that. <laughs> I hope that um, we've given you all a lot to think about. So it's been a wonderful and informative show today, and we're getting we're getting close to being out of time. So I'd like to thank my very very talented co-hosts, Sharissa Sebastian and Susan Gonzalez, for their insightful participation and wonderful wonderful insights uh, in today's show. Anger is a force, an energy which when properly and appropriately utilized can actually help us release that negative energy and move forward with positive energy and action. And the key, as mentioned earlier, is responding rather than reacting through awareness of our emotions and conscious choice. I'm Jan Jaffe of Forward to Success, and it has been my privilege to have been your host today. I'm offering our listeners a free, no-obligation, 30-minute discovery and strategy session. And for more information, please feel free to email me at info at forwardtosuccess.com. I also want to remind our listeners that you're invited to share any comments or feedback on our website, lifecoachradionetworks.com. I also host my own solo interview show, In Depth with Jan Jaffe, on this the Life Coach Radio Network. Sharissa, do you have any closing thoughts and contact information you'd like to share? Sure. Thanks, Jen. There's actually something that came up as you were, were talking, and we didn't really talk too much about this. But the one quick thing that I wanted to mention is in terms of our values, because sometimes when we get into situations where there's, there's somebody that doesn't share the same values as us and they behave mm. in a completely different manner that's completely in conflict with what's important to us, they can bring up a lot of anger. And just one thing I'll mention about that is sometimes it's, it, it, it can get to the point where it's important to set um, boundaries as well. So that's just one other quick thing I wanted to mention. And then just to close up, there is a quote, of course, <laughs> that, um, <laughs> that I'd like to share. And this is anonymous. I don't know who the quote came from, but I just thought it was, um, it was a really good one. It says, anger is the emotion we snatch up to avoid less comfortable feelings like confusion, fear, and sadness. So thanks again to both of you lovely ladies. And uh, if anyone would like to find out more about me, my website is www.sharissasebastian.com. That's spelled S-H-A-R-I-S-S-A-S-E-B-A-S-T.com. And I'd also like to offer our listeners a free um, hour strategy session with me as well if you'd like to take me up on that. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Sharissa. And I, I, you know, we, I, I'm so glad you brought that up about values because that's true. It can, when you have a differing value system, it can really create a lot of emotion and energy. So um, that is indeed another source often or can be of anger. So thank you so much. And I love, I love the quote. And as always, I know I can count on you for a great quote, so thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> and how about you, Susan? Well, I love that quote, too, Sharissa, always uh, such a great one. I just love it. It's the, the thing we use to scoop up 
all of our other emotions. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, if you would like to learn more about my services and what I do, you can find more about me at www.makeityourmark.com. And um, love the topic today. It was just a pleasure being with all of you. And so the world would be a boring place if we didn't have those angry moments to spur us on and give us things to talk about later. (laughs) Oh, my. Thank you so much, Susan. Really, thank you. I love what you just said. (laughs) And listen, thank you both, ladies, so much. Um, I want to remind our listeners that for all of the hosts, If you didn't get to write anything down just now or if you're scribbling and saying, what did they just say? Don't worry. Our contact and bio information is listed in the show description on Blog Talk Radio. So we have some upcoming shows on this, the Life Coach Radio Network, on March 26th at 10 a.m., the online camera coach with Renee Ellison. And um, on April 13th at 12 noon, in-depth with Jan Jaffe, Ava Diamond interview. And also I want to remind our listeners that on March 30th, that's coming up in a week, uh, on Wednesday, March 30th at 12 noon also, uh, in-depth with Jan Jaffe. I'm interviewing Pop, a songwriter and singer. He's He had a song, one of his songs was uh, being considered for a Grammy this year. His name is Jan Close. He's adorable and he's going to be a lot of fun to listen to. We'll play some of his music. So that's March 30th at 12 noon here on the Life Coach Radio Network. So um, a huge thanks again to my two wonderful, wonderful co-hosts, Sharissa Sebastian and Susan Gonzalez, for joining me today and making this show a special one. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.